Praise the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We're leaning on his everlasting arms this morning. Praise his wonderful name. We're giving God thanks for those songs this morning. Very encouraging as we put our trust in the Lord this morning. I take this opportunity to wait, welcome everyone, those who have joined us on uh, YouTube, uh, Facebook Live and YouTube. We're just, we just want to welcome you here at Faith Deliverance International Ministries this morning. And we're praying that the Lord will touch you in a very special way this morning. I'm just going to ask the church at this time to bow our heads in prayer as we ask the Lord to touch the lives of everyone who's about to receive his word. And asking special prayers also as I am having a, a great deal of difficulty this morning. Uh, trying to keep myself from sneezing or coughing because of seasonal allergies. But I know that prayer works. And so I'm going to be asking everyone also just to whisper a word of prayer for me this morning that the Lord will touch me in a very special way and cause easing to be, um, cause preaching to be easy this morning. In Jesus' name, let us pray at this time. Father God, we look to you one more time for your many mercies and for your goodness. Lord Jesus, as I come before you one more time to minister your word, Lord Jesus, I don't take this responsibility light. Lord God Almighty, hide me behind the cross under your blood. Lord Jesus, cause my God Almighty, the, 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 the persons who are listening this morning, those who have joined us, God, to see Jesus, Lord, and him alone. Lord, because you alone are able to touch them. I of myself can't do nothing, Lord. My life is miserable without you. But Lord Jesus, you, God Almighty, have come to give us rest. Lord, to give us peace, to give us hope. And so, Lord Jesus, as we uh, reach this portion of this morning's service, Lord Jesus, I pray, God Almighty, that you touch in the name of Jesus, bind up the broken heart. This morning, God Almighty, set Oh, God, at liberty, those who are captive, God, and bound by sin, deliver, set free, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. We give you thanks this morning, and we say thanks to you one more time in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. Praise the name of the Lord Jesus. I would love for us this morning to turn our Bibles uh, to the book of Matthew 11, verse 27 to 28. Matthew 11, verse 27 to 28. Hallelujah. Matthew writes to us the very precious words of Jesus Christ. He said, all things are delivered unto me of my Father. And no man knoweth the Son. But the Father. Neither knoweth any man the Father. Save the Son. And he to whomsoever the Son will reveal him. Come. Unto me, all he that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Come unto me, all he that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. The book of First Samuel, chapter 1. First Samuel chapter 1, and I'll read in your hearing, beginning at verse 1. Now there was a certain man of Ramathim, Zophim, of Mount Ephraim, and his name was Elkanah, the son of Jeroham, the son of Elihu, the son of Tohu, the son of Zoph, and Ephrathite. And he had 
two wives. The name of the one was Hannah, and the name of the other, Penina. And Penina had children, but Hannah had no children. And this man went up out of his city yearly to worship and to sacrifice unto the Lord of hosts in Shiloh. And the two sons of Eli, Hophni and Phinehas, the priests of the Lord, were there. When the time was that Elkanah offered, he gave to Penina, his wife, and to all her sons and her daughters, portions. But unto Hannah he gave a worthy portion, for he loved Hannah. But the Lord had shut up her womb. But the Lord had shut up her womb. And her adversary also provoked her sore for to make her fret because the Lord had shut up her womb. And he, as he did so year by year, when she went up to the house of the Lord, so she provoked her. Therefore she wept and did not eat. Then said Elkanah, her husband to her, Hannah, why weepest thou? And why eatest thou not? And why is thy heart grieved? Am not I better to thee than ten sons? So Hannah rose up after they had eaten in Shiloh and after they had drunk. Now Eli the priest sat upon a seat by a post of the temple of the Lord. And she was in bitterness of soul and prayed unto the Lord and wept sore. And she vowed a vow and said, O Lord of hosts, if thou wilt indeed look on the affliction of thine handmaid and remember me and not forget thine handmaid, but will give unto thine handmaid a man-child, then I will give him unto the Lord all the days of his life. And there shall no razor come upon his head. And it came to pass, as she continued praying before the Lord, that Eli marked her mouth. Now Hannah, she spake in her heart, only her lips moved, but her voice was not heard. Therefore, Eli thought she had been drunken. And Eli said unto her, How long will thou be drunken? Put away thine wine from thee. And Hannah answered and said, No, my Lord, I am a woman of a sorrowful spirit. I have drunk neither wine nor strong drink, but have poured out my soul before the Lord. Count not thine handmaid for a daughter of Belial, Belial, for out of the abundance of my complaint and grief have I spoken hitherto. And Eli answered and said, Go in peace, and the God of Israel grant thee thy petition that thou hast asked of him. Hallelujah. She said, Let thine handmaid find grace. In thy sight. So the woman went her way and did eat, and her countenance was no more sad. Countenance was no more sad. And they rose up in the morning early and worshiped before the Lord and returned and came to their house to Ramah. And Elkanah knew Hannah his wife, and the Lord remembered her. The Lord remembered her. Come unto me, all he that labor 
and are heavy laden. And I, I will give you rest. Praise the name of the Lord Jesus. In this text, 1 Samuel chapter 1. The writer to the book of Samuel, some believe that Samuel wrote the first few chapters before he died. But the writer to the book of Samuel begins in a time when Israel was going through the period of the judges. In a time when they were trapped in a cycle of defeat, triumph at times when they turned to God, defeat, pain, suffering when they turned away from God. The Bible tells us of a man called Elkanah was a Levite. And it tells us something very strange. The Bible wants us to understand that he had two wives. As was customary in those days, conforming to the lifestyle or the cultural norms of the society. Elkanah perhaps had married Hannah before, but she was barren and could not give him a child, could not give him a son. And so, as was customary in those days, he took unto himself another wife called Penina, which gave him children. The Bible would have us to understand that Elkanah was faithful as it relates to his religious duty. Every year, as was required, he would show up for the festivals, for the feast, to worship and to sacrifice unto the Lord of hosts in Shiloh. The Bible said that when he went up to worship, he brought with him his two wives. And when he offered his offering to the Lord. He gave to Penina his wife. And to all her sons and her daughters portion. But unto Hannah. He gave a worthy portion. For he loved Hannah. But the Lord had shut up her womb. Here we're introduced. To Hannah who was finding life real difficult. Even in the midst of worship, she was experiencing suffering and pain, being mocked, being jeered, being looked upon with contempt by Penina. Why? Because she was barren. She could not have any children. Such is life. And it's not strange to any human. The condition of suffering, of pain, of perplexity, anxiety, fear. It's a plague as it relates to the human condition. We were not created like this. 
our forefather, Adam and Eve, created in the image and the likeness of God. But because of disobedience, sin, pain, suffering, agony was introduced to humanity. The Bible tells us in Genesis chapter 3 and verse 16. And having disobeyed the Lord in an act of rebellion. The Lord began to describe to both Adam and to Eve what the result of their sin would cause. Genesis chapter 3 and verse 16 tells us that the Lord said to the woman, Eve, I will greatly multiply thy sorrow and thy conception. In sorrow thou shalt bring forth children, and thy desire shall be to thy husband, and he shall rule over thee. An introduction to pain, suffering, even what should have been a moment that is just filled with joy. In bringing forth a new one, a newborn into this world, the Lord said, You will experience sorrow. And to Adam, he said, Because thou hast hearkened unto the voice of thy wife, and hast eaten of the tree of which I commanded thee, saying, Thou shalt not eat of it. Curse. Is the ground for thy sake. In sorrow. Thou shalt eat of it. All the days. Of thy life. Thorns also and thistles. Shall it bring forth to thee. And thou shalt eat the herb. Of the field. In the sweat of thy face. Shall thou eat bread. Till thou return. Unto the ground, for out of it was thou taken, for thus thou art, and unto thus dust shall thou return. What was strange to Adam and to Eve had become the norm sorrow, suffering, death. Pain, tribulations, trouble. What was never found in the place of Eden where God had placed them. In an act of rebellion and sin against the eternal God. The suffering, the pain, the agony, troubles and trials and tribulations became a part of the human condition. The Bible tells us of Job as he writes in Job 5 and verse 6. He said, Although affliction cometh not forth of the dust, neither doth trouble spring forth, spring out of the ground, Yet man is born unto trouble as the sparks fly upward. I would seek unto God and unto God would I commit my cause. Which doeth great things and unsearchable, marvelous things without number. Who giveth rain upon the earth. And sendeth waters upon the fields. To set up on high those things. Those that be low. And those which mourn may be exalted to safety. 
He disappointed the devices of the crafty so that their hands cannot perform their enterprise. He taketh the wise in their own craftiness, and the counsel of the forward is carried headlong. They meet with darkness in the daytime and grope in the noonday as in the night. But he saveth the poor from the sword, from their mouth, and from the hand of the mighty. Job says, Affliction cometh not forth of the dust, neither does trouble spring out of the ground. Yet man is born unto trouble, even as the sparks fly upward. Trouble is certain. Difficulties in this life is certain. Job said, I would seek unto God. And unto God would I commit my cause. He's aware that this is the correct route. Job chapter 14, verse 1, it tells us that man that is born of a woman is a few days old. And his life is full of trouble. It is certain. But in this story of 1 Samuel chapter 1, the Bible said, That Hannah's problem was a divine one. Hannah's problem was that God himself had shut up her womb. Doesn't matter what she did in life. She would not or could not produce because the hand of God had shut up her womb. Very often in life, brothers and sisters, what we consider a dilemma, an unfortunate thing, something that is beyond our understanding, very often we miss, we fail to understand that there is one that is sovereign. His name is Jesus. The Bible tells us that Hannah, even though her husband loved her, she was unable to produce because God had shut up her womb. And the very act of God caused her adversary to provoke her sore. She lived in the house with another woman who will mock her cheer her and provoke her and cause her spirit to be sore. Scripture says to make her fret because the Lord had shut up her womb. She was trapped in a cycle year after year when she went to the house of the Lord she was provoked provoked until she fell in depression. She wept and did not eat. So great was her trouble that even her husband would not understand how much it affected her. The Bible said, that Elkanah said to her, why are you crying? Why are you weeping? And why haven't you ate? 
Why is your heart grieved? I don't understand. I've shown much love to you. I've shown, uh, I've cared for you. My love for you. You can see it. You notice it. You experience it. Why are you grieving? Why are you weeping? Why have you not eaten anything? Am I not better to thee than ten sons? Their sorrow was much greater than the love that Elkanah could show. Such is the human condition, brothers and sisters, that even though we experience trouble and others may extend a helping hand. The trials, the difficulties, the sorrows cannot be answered by the help of a man. Mere flesh will not cause the pain to go away. It's deeper than a helping hand from another brother or a sister, from a loved one. The Bible said, when Hannah heard what Elkanah had said, she rose up after they had eaten in Shiloh and after they had drunk. Now, Eli the priest sat up on a seat by the post of the temple of the Lord. Hannah went straight to the temple. And she was in bitterness of soul and prayed unto the Lord and wept sore. She vowed a vow and said, O Lord of hosts, if thou wilt indeed look on the affliction of thine handmaid. How powerful. Sometimes Brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, in times of pain and suffering, we tend to look for an answer. In others, in solutions that we can create, that we think may have may take away that pain or end that suffering. But the correct one is to plead your cause before God. Is to know that you came into this world for a purpose. It doesn't matter what happens in this life. There's a God who made you. There's a God who blew his breath in you. And the purpose of life can only be found in him. The problem is, brothers and sisters, is that too often we're trapped in a cycle trying to find an answer in mere mortal men. An answer that man can never provide. No doctor could have helped Hannah. The best programs that we have today available in the medical field could not ease the suffering of Hannah. Why? Because the Bible said God shut up her womb. There are some of us this morning that the pain and the suffering that you're experiencing, God has ordained it. And there's no one in this world that can end it. Why? Because God has a purpose in our lives. And sometimes, brothers and sisters, it is pain and suffering that will cause us to channel 
our thoughts to the eternal one. It will put life, give us the right perspective of life. The pain and the suffering is not an enemy. It is going to take you on a path to one who can provide rest for the weary soul. So Hannah went up to the temple. And Eli sat upon a seat by the post of the temple. And Hannah was in bitterness of soul and prayed unto the Lord and wept sore. She wasn't sobbing. She was weeping. And she vowed a vow and said, O Lord of hosts, if thou wilt indeed look on the affliction of thy handmaid and remember me and not forget thine handmaid, but will give unto thine handmaid a man-child, then I will give him unto the Lord all the days of his life, and there shall no razor come upon his head. Hannah recognized that the answer to her pain was in the eternal one. The answer was with God. The answer is with the creator. Bible said that as she continued praying before the Lord, that Eli noticed her mouth, marked her mouth. As she began praying. Brothers and sisters, let's understand that in this period of time in which Hannah was living, the priest had a very significant role because he acted on the behalf of man. He represented God. He was the mediator between the house of Israel and God. The Bible said that he marked her mouth. While she spake in her heart, only her lips moved, but her voice was not heard. Therefore, Eli thought she had been drunken. I want us to remember that. The mediator witnessed this woman weeping in a sorrowful spirit. Marked her mouth. Noticed that he did not hear anything. When only her lips were moving. Tells us two things brothers and sisters. That there are times in our lives. Brothers, sisters, ladies, gentlemen. That the agony of the heart cannot be audibly expressed. There are times that we're overwhelmed with such pain and sorrow that our lips will move, but there will be no sound coming from our lips, which speaks of the volume of pain that suppress the audible sound. The lips are moving. There's a deep cry on the inside. This time, Eli sat and noticed her mouth. Could not hear anything and quickly concluded that she must be drunk. She had some strong wine. Many believed at that time that those who went up to the feast would drink 
some until they were drunk. So very quickly, Eli believed that this woman was drunk. Eli said, how long will thou be drunken? Put away thy wine from thee. The weeping, can you imagine? The pain, the suffering that you're experiencing. You just heard the one that's closest to you that you're clinging to. The only possibility that lies in this realm that could give you an answer. I just told you that am I not better than ten sons? In other words, he had given up while you were still clinging to hope. Hannah answered in her bitterness, having to respond to someone, not just an ordinary person, but someone who's supposed to represent you before God. Having to respond, no, my Lord, I am a woman of a sorrowful spirit with the tears coming down. She has to explain to the priest, I'm a woman of a sorrowful spirit. I have drunk neither wine nor strong drink, but I've poured out my soul before the Lord. think of me as a daughter of Belial for out of the abundance of my complaint you don't understand how weighty how suppressing my complaint is and my grief you have misread misread me It is the pain that has caused me to be like this. It is the pain, the grief that has caused me to be like this. Pain, the Lord knows it. Suffering, lost of loved ones, lost, not as it relates to death, but rejected by loved ones. Some of us have been divorced by our partners, rejected by children, rejected by parents, pain, taken advantage of as a child. Sexually molested, abandoned, no one to care for you, helpless, hopeless, you're pouring out your soul, you're seeking for an answer, you may have not been in the right place, but you find yourself trapped in a cycle. Some of us have gone even to churches thinking that this must be the answer. We are judged and criticized. Having left to explain ourselves. Such was Hannah. The Bible said that after explaining herself Eli answered and said, go in peace. And the God of Israel grant thee thy petition that thou hast asked of him. And she said, let thy handmaid find grace in thy sight. So the woman went her way and did eat. And her countenance was no more sad. Her countenance was no more sad. 
let's look. The book of Luke, chapter 4 and verse 18. Jesus, the scroll was handed to him. And you read from the passage of Isaiah. The spirit of the Lord is upon me. Because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He hath sent me to heal the broken hearted. Sent to heal the broken hearted. Matthew 11 verse 27 says. The challenge with man brothers and sisters. Is that man by his own effort. Seeks. To be reunited with God. And does so. In various ways. His attempt. To gain access. To the higher realm. We see it in. Various forms of religion. But Jesus says. All things delivered unto me. Of my father. Everything is delivered unto me. And no man knoweth the Son. But the Father. Neither knoweth any man the Father. Saveth the Son. And he to whomsoever the Son will reveal him. These words are the words of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hannah had access based on the fact that the Lord had given them the tabernacle after which the temple and the high priest which would represent the people before God. Hannah went to the temple so that she could make contact with God. She could plead her cause before God. Now, brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, we have a challenge. Because there's no more temple. The mere fact that outside of the house of Israel, all others were considered pagan, without hope, far from the commonwealth of Israel. No hope, dogs, sorcerers, idolaters, no hope. Challenge is, we are experiencing similar pain. How can we find God to plead our cause. These words of Jesus. As he uttered these words to the backdrop. Of villages, cities who have rejected him. Done many miracles. But they rejected him. Of wise men who rejected him. But Jesus said. Everything. Is delivered unto me. Of my father. And no man. Knoweth the son. No man. Neither. Knoweth any man. The father. Nobody. No man can have access to God. Simply because we don't know him. Only the son. 
and he to whomsoever the son will reveal him. Brothers and sisters, man is faced with a challenge. There is no access to God outside of Jesus Christ. No access. So unless we understand who Jesus is, we're left in a dilemma of suffering, of pain, of agony, of troubles, which ultimately will end in death. No man knoweth the Son but the Father. Neither any man the Father save the Son. And he to whomsoever the Son will reveal. Come unto me. All he that labor and are heavy laden. And I will give you rest every individual is seeking rest in some form or the other every individual is seeking an end to their suffering and their pain Lord Jesus paint two pictures in this passage one of extreme weariness. This is a person now who has gone as far as he can and can go no further. He's weary. He cannot take another step. And then there's another individual who's under a burden, extreme pressure. This person is about to explode. He's about to go crazy. Why? Because of the burden. Lord Jesus did not tell us what had caused the weariness or the pressure, the heavy burdens. He did not tell us what caused it. Perhaps it's the mere natural condition of every man. But he says to every person, Come unto me, all he that are heavy laden, burden. Come unto me, you that labor and heavy burden. I will give you rest. I will give you rest from your burdens, from your labor, from your struggles. Come to me. The invitation is for every body, everyone who needs rest. The invitation is for everyone. Luke said, he said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. Because he had anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. And he had sent me to heal the broken heart. To preach deliverance to the captives. Recovering of sight to the blind. To set at liberty those that are bruised. That's the Lord. That's the Lord. He said, take my yoke upon you. Learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart. And ye shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Brothers and sisters, the Lord has issued a command. Jesus. The Bible tells us. 
that at the very words of Eli, he said to Hannah, go in peace. The God of Israel grant thee thy petition that thou hast asked of him. Hannah did not argue any further. Scripture tells us, and she said, let thy handmaid find grace in thy sight. So the woman went her way and did eat and her countenance was no more sad. She rested in the word that was spoken by the priest. She rested in the word that was spoken by the priest. Jesus says, come unto me, to me. You can't find rest for your weary soul. You can't attempt to find God outside of me. No man knoweth the Father except the Son. No man knows the Son. It is the revelation that the Son, Jesus Christ, gives that will cause us to find rest. Who is He? Some have made the mistake of trying in a mere sense of reasoning to define who Jesus is. Philip had asked the same question and the Lord told him or Jesus told him that he was going. Philip said Show us the Father and we will be satisfied. That statement by Philip is everything that men are seeking. That one statement is the solution to every man's trial and tribulation. If we know God, we can have him. We will be satisfied. Jesus said, have you been so long with me, Philip, and you don't know the Father? If you have seen me, the only begotten of the Father, the Son of God, you would have seen, you would have known the Father. To see Jesus Christ is to know who God is. Because Jesus is the revelation of God himself. Jesus is God made known in flesh. Emmanuel God with us. Hannah rested in the word. Hannah found comfort in the word. Hannah had no more worrying in her spirit. The word answered her. The word made her comfortable. Faith in the word expressed by the, 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 the priest Eli granted her peace for her soul. Well, brothers and sisters, since no man have access to God unless Jesus reveals 
who God is to men. What are we to do? How can we find a word? How can we receive such a word to find rest? John 1 verse 1 tells us, In the beginning was the word. And the word was with God. And the word was God. Thank you, Jesus. So there's a word. There's a word that can answer the dilemma of humanity. In the beginning was the word. Not words. Word. And the word was with God. And the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him. And without him was not anything made that was made. The word. The word, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. Here we have an understanding of the gospel of John. That God is the word. In the beginning was the word. And the word was with God. And the word was God. Same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him. And without him, there was nothing made that was made. In him was life. And the life was the light of men. Brothers and sisters. Verse 14 of John 1 tells us. That the word which is God. Became flesh. And dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory. The glory of the only begotten of the father. Full of grace and truth. Full of grace and truth. Jesus Christ. God manifested in flesh. That's why he can say. Come unto me. There is a word. It's in him. He is the word. Come unto me. All. Of you who are heavy laden, labor and are heavy laden. And I, the word, me, the one who is revealing this world in flesh, God wrapped up in flesh, come to me. I can give you rest for your weary soul. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And he said, take my yoke upon you and learn of me. For I am meek and lowly in heart. I'm not a terrible master. You can bear my yoke. I am meek and lowly in heart. And you shall find rest unto your souls for my yoke is easy and my burden is light why it is impossible brothers and sisters very extremely difficult to please men very difficult Men change, but God never change. Jesus said, I seek always to please my Father. 
by doing the will, his will that he has given me, by performing his will. Jesus is saying, brothers and sisters, my burden, my will for you is light. It's not something that you can, you will fail to achieve. If you come unto me, I will rest. I'll give you rest for your weary soul and cause you to take my yoke. For it's easy and my burden light. The problem is some of us who have not yet known, have yet, not yet come to the Lord, we begin to reason it out while we are in darkness. We begin to reason it out when we have not found rest. He says, take my yoke. He says, come. All he that labor and are heavy laden and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me. For I am meek and lowly in heart. And he shall find rest unto your souls. Learn. Get to know me. Get to know what is my purpose for you. Get to know my love for you. Who I'm going to uh, enable you to live uh, an abundant life in this world. Learn of me. I'm meek. Lowly. I will give you rest. For my yoke is easy. And my burden is light. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It tells me, brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, that the answer to our condition, to life's trials and tribulation, is rest that can only be found in our Creator. The Word. All things were made by Him. Without Him, there was nothing made that was made. In Him was life. And His life was the light of men. Brothers and sisters, what we need is Jesus. What we need can only be found in Jesus. Whether it may be seeking for healing, deliverance from the powers of darkness, restoration, healing, emotional pain, everything is found in Jesus. Everything else, though it may appease us for a, a while, is short-lived, is temporary. But this rest is eternal. This rest is peace that the world will never be able to comprehend. Yes. Rest in him. Rest in the life that is given to this world. For he so loved this world God that he gave his only begotten son whosoever whoever believes in him will not perish but have everlasting life someone say I am saved I'm in the church I'm having troubles Trials, pain, suffering. Is that 
flourishes, learn of me. Get to know me. Learn of me. Some of us, the Lord will not take away the pain. Because the pain is designed by the Lord to steer you into your purpose. The pain is designed to allow you to be fruitful. But you can find rest. Rest is in Jesus. Lift your hands where you are. Hallelujah. I don't have to shout for you to feel the presence of the Lord. You're feeling it right now. Healing is taking place right now. As you commit your life to the Lord. Hannah said, Lord, if you grant me the desire of my heart. By giving me a son, I'm going to give him back to you. No razor is going to come upon his head. Oh, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. He belongs to you. I'm going to dedicate him. Bring him back to the temple. To serve you. Because you gave me him for a purpose. Brothers and sisters. Your life can be different this very hour. By resting in the word of the Lord. Come unto me, he says. Hallelujah. You who uh, is under immense pressure and is about to explode. You're about to lose your mind. There's a word, hallelujah, that says come. And it leaves from the lips of the master. Unto me. Hallelujah. You're not coming to a church building. You're coming to Christ. Come. I want to give you rest. I'm here to heal the broken heart. Come. Those who are weary. Come. I will give you rest. Lift your hands everywhere. And begin to bless the name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Begin.